Microphone check one, two, it is this is the newest installment of the Ridiculous Upside Podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is Dakota Schmidt, writer for Ridiculous Upside. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, it has been months and months and months, maybe it's even been a year since I've last talked to you here on the Ridiculous Upside Podcast. And for that, I apologize greatly, but I'm here excited for a new season of the Ridiculous Upside podcast and um this edition of of uh this podcast is going to be different than anything you heard uh you know in last season and the season before <laughs> and that's for two separate reasons one obviously I plan on having this podcast come out every week but not like for two, three weeks, birds, then I'm off. That's that's going to end every single week, at least until the end of the G League season. Uh, maybe I'll have it during the off season, talk more NBA drafts, summer league, see what, you know, uh, G League alums are doing overseas, whatever. I'm going to plan that out when that happens. For, before at least until the end of the G League season, you're going to be hearing me in your earbuds, in your headphones, Every single week. Uh, but the second reason why this podcast, this version of the podcast is different from other iterations is the simple fact that you won't be hearing my voice for the entire podcast like you did for, you know, the versions over the last, you know, two years. And that is due to me actually being able to structure this version of the Ridiculous Upside podcast into a four quarter system the first quarter is going to be what you're hearing right now it's going to be the intro before you know in future iterations i'm going to be breaking down some of the biggest news stories of the week whether it's you know breaking down some you know players that are going to be following the g league professional path the best the best players from the past week the hottest teams call-ups two ways ten days you guys know what i'm talking about in the second quarter Ridiculous upside NBA draft aficionado Steve DeWald is going to be breaking down the best performances from NBA draft prospects from the prior college uh, basketball prior week in college basketball. And those segments are going to be nice little 92 minute segments that you can listen whenever you want. Third quarter is something I, that I am most excited about. It's going to be G League All-Star 2017 USA Basketball Player of the Year, Jamil Warney, sitting down, talking to other G League players about the grind of the G League, talking shop uh, for 15, 20 minutes each and every week. That's uh, You're not going to be hearing that this week, but next week. Is going to be the start of that particular segment. And in the fourth quarter, of course, it's going to be the conclusion. Um, I could either have another interview where I talk to a G League player, coach, executive, whatever, or have a mailbag segment where you, the listener, send in questions that you want me to answer live on this ridiculous upside podcast. But but as I mentioned before, with a Jamil Warney segment not coming on until next week, 
Um, we won't have that full four quarter segment until next week. Um, but until then, this is going to be a little shortened edition of the of the Ridiculous Upside podcast. After this intro portion, uh, we're going to have Steve DeWald giving his uh, breakdown of the best performances from NBA draft prospects from the uh, prior week in college basketball. And after that, we're going to have the conclusion where I'm going to break down some of the best uh, performances, best player performances from the first month of the NBA G League season. I'm going to break down five players. Five players in that segment. So, without further ado, after this music, little musical interlude, uh, Steve DeWald is gonna be coming into your earbuds, into your headphones, breaking down some of the best performances of NBA draft prospects from the prior week in college hoops. I'm here to talk about a couple prospects looking to improve their stock prior to 2019's NBA Draft Night. The first player we're going to talk about is St. John's point guard Shamori Pons. Pons started the week with a four-point outing against Maryland Eastern Shore, but recovered on Saturday by dropping 37 points in a victory over Georgia Tech. This is the third 30-point performance for Pons in his last four games. Once again, he was effective from beyond the arc, and when he took the ball inside, he got to the line for 15 attempts against Georgia Tech. In a point guard class that suffered a significant setback after Darius Garland's meniscus surgery, Pons is on the rise. He's a likely first rounder and could climb further up the boards with performances like this. The second player we're going to talk about represents the other end of the spectrum. North Carolina freshman Nasir Little came into the year as a projected top five pick. He's likely still going to be selected in the early lottery, but he's off to a rough start in North Carolina. This week, he suffered probably his worst outing with four points in 16 minutes and a loss against Michigan. He's shooting below 30% from three on the year, and he hasn't quite found a fit in Roy Williams's offense. He's coming off the bench, and his role will likely have to increase in order for him to keep pace with his counterparts at Duke. That's it for this week's look. Stay tuned and feel free to tweet me at at Steve D Hoops with any suggestions or questions about the upcoming prospects for 2019. Welcome back to the Ridiculous Upside Podcast. Of course, my name is Dakota Schmidt, and I'm here for the third and final quarter uh, of this uh, inaugural edition of Season 3 of the Ridiculous Upside Podcast. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, 
the final quarter is going to be me breaking down my picks for the five best G League players from the month of November. Now, this list isn't in any particular order after number one. And uh, if you've been following the Ridiculous Upside, you know who the number one player from November is. And that is Raptors two-way player Chris Boucher. Now, in the month of no November, Boucher averaged 29.6 points, 12.1 rebounds, 1.4 steals, 1.4 assists, assists, and 4 Point one blocks per game on 52% from the field and 34% from beyond the arc on 7.1 attempts per game. As you can tell from those numbers, Chris Boucher was an absolute dominating force for the Raptors Final Five. One of the main reasons, the biggest reason, in my humble opinion, as to why uh, the Raptors Final Five are one of, one of the best teams in the Eastern Conference. As of the time I'm recording, I believe they're second in the Eastern Conference. Earlier today, um, I'm recording this on Wednesday. Earlier today, they beat the Iowa Wolves. They dominated the Iowa Wolves in a school day game, which, in my opinion, is one of the m more entertaining uh, games to watch. You know, the, those late morning, early afternoon games are amazing to watch just for the atmosphere. The atmosphere of those games are different than your normal G League games because of the fact that there are hundreds, if not thousands of kids at, at each and every game just screaming, uh, just screaming the, their lungs off. Um, you know, sometimes they don't know who they're cheering for. Um, but it's still an extremely entertaining game to watch, especially because it's afternoon basketball, which is always a treat. Uh, moving on from Chris Boucher, the next player is John Jenkins, Westchester next guard. In the month of November, he averaged 29, point, 29 points, 4.5 rebounds, 3.3 assists, and 1.4 steals per game of 52% from the field and get this ladies and gentlemen 50% from beyond the arc on 7.5 attempts per game now I get it's a uh, it's a small sample size it's just uh, more than a handful of games because over the last week or so John Jenkins was uh, with Team USA in their FIBA World Cup qualifiers which they uh, they won and now um they won the final game. They lost to Argentina, but they lost the uh, final game. So now they're going to be uh, in the FIBA World Cup in 2019. That's going to be taking place in China. But unfortunately, uh, most of the players that helped get uh, Team USA uh, to that um, to that point are probably not going to be there. You're probably going to be seeing the likes of you know Kevin Durant, uh, Chris Paul, Kyle Lowry, Anthony Davis. Those kind of players in the uh, upcoming 2019 uh, FIBA World Cup. But yeah, he did that in eight games. In eight games with uh, with the Westchester Knicks. And 
it probably won't, in my humble opinion, probably probably won't be long until we see John Jenkins get a call up to the NBA. Not for for these incredible numbers, for incredible efficiency from beyond the arc. Uh, that plus his uh, prior experience, you know, in the NBA, he uh, he uh, played from the 2012-13 through the 2016-17 season. He played um, in little spurts um, in each of those seasons. So he has experience in the NBA. He's also been balling out at the G League level. So um, I think it won't be long until we see John Jenkins uh, move back to the NBA. And hopefully, hopefully he sticks there and we won't be seeing him <laughs> in the G League. Uh, moving on, another NBA veteran that I... Wouldn't be surprised to see a uh, move back up to the NBA is current Erie Bayhawks forward Terrence Jones. Parents Jones. Um, in the month of November, he averaged 27.4 points, 10.4 rebounds, 5.5 uh, assists. I have 5.5 rebounds, but it's actually 5.5 assists and 2.1 steals. Per game on 56% from the field and 42% from beyond the arc on 3.3 attempts per game. Again, 27.4 points, 10.4 rebounds, 5.5 assists, assists, I'm I'm actually having problems saying that, and 2.1 steals per game, 56% from the field, 42% from, from beyond the arc. As you can tell from those numbers... Terrence Jones has been an all-around force uh, for the Erie Bayhawks. He, he um, alongside the scoring, you know, he's able to, he's a, what, 6'9", six, 6'10", six, six, forward, able to, to drive to the paint. Also has been electric from uh, from beyond the arc, and that's, you know, allowed him to average 27.4 points. But I'm most impressed with his work as a facilitator. For a player his size, he's been able to make some incredible passes, some incredible assists, especially when it comes to working, you know, in the driving dish. You know, he's able to, of course, drive to the paint and also throw these incredibly precise passes to both shooters and um, either forwards or guards that are already in the paint. Uh, it's been really entertaining to see Terrence Jones... Uh, him and NBA veteran RJ Hunter um, help lead the, the Erie Bayhawks in the month of November. But uh, like I said with Jenkins, I don't think it will be long until we see um, Terrence Jones move to the NBA. Because like I said with Jenkins, um, Terrence Jones is an NBA veteran, has NBA experience, and is also putting up astronomically fantastic numbers in the month of November and if he stays in the G League I think he's gonna be able to maintain those levels maybe his efficiency will go down but I still think he's gonna be playing at an MVP quality in December January whatever Terrence Jones has been an amazing G League prospect While Terrence Jones has been a force 
for the Erie Bayhawks. Let's talk about, let's move on to a member of the Sioux Falls Sky Force. You guys see what I did there with the uh, transition? Do you like? I'm not sure. I can't, I can't hear. I can't see if you're nodding along or hear if you're saying yes. Because this is just me speaking to a microphone and I can't hear you answer back while you're, while, while you're listening to me on your earbuds or headphones or whatever. But, a member of the Sky Force that was fantastic in the month of November was Miami Heat two-way player Yanti Mateen, who averaged 25.2 points, 9.5 rebounds, 1.6 assists, and 1.4 blocks per game on 61% from the field and 31% from beyond the arc. Unlike Terrence Jones and Chris Boucher, Yante Mateen is mostly an inside force. Sometimes uh, he likes to go out and you know shoot his perimeter jumpers, but his main way of dominating is inside the paint, and he is fantastic at it, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Um, he has a big, uh, he has a big frame. He's able to utilize the six eight two hundred forty. Palm frame to uh, dominate in the, in the low pose. He has nice touch from both the right and left side. He can also uh, he's also able to dominate on the off to glass. Um, he's currently averaging as I'm as of the time I'm talking, currently averaging three point two offensive uh, rebounds per game. Yatsin Latin was one of the biggest reasons behind the success. The Sioux Falls Sky Force in the month of November. And last but certainly not least, it is Washington Wizards two-way player Devin Robinson. Devin, in the month of November, averaged 20.3 points, 8.1 rebounds, and 1.4 blocks per game on 57% from the field. Now, although I've hyped... Every single player, I have to say, among this group, Devin Robinson is probably the most entertaining player. And the reason, the reason behind that is his incredible, incredible athleticism. Just in the month of November, Devin Robinson and his incredible athleticism has led to some ESPN top 10 plays Mostly coming from from dunks. If you listen, if you're listening to a G League podcast, you probably have a Devin Robinson Capital City Go Go dunk in your mind that you're thinking of as I am talking. And probably the dunk that you're thinking about is the uh, is um, him posterizing a defender, him coming up. I think it was a putback dunk actually, coming up, jumping on the back of a defender. I forgot which team it was, but jumping up, getting a huge put-back slam. He's been able, he was able to do that. Also, his athleticism helped him out on the defensive end, which, you know, ultimately led to him averaging 1.4 blocks per game. Uh, Robinson is a prospect that's, you know, growing up before before our eyes with the expansion, Capital City, Go-Go, and... Man, it's a treat. Every every single time I watch a go-go to watch 
Devin Robinson, go, go off. Oh boy, <laughs> I'm sorry about that, everybody. I'm sorry for for that awful, awful pun I just made. And uh, before I make any other cringe and groan-worthy puns, I think it's time to to end the podcast since I really have no other material after that top five list of uh, G League prospects that performed amazingly in the month of November. Uh, to repeat, that list inclu- includes um, Raptors two-way player Chris Boucher, Heat two-way player Yante Mateen, Westchester next guard John Jenkins, Wizards two-way player Devin Robinson, and Erie Bayhawks forward Terrence Jones. After that list, I think it's time for me to conclude the first edition of Season 3 of the Ridiculous Upside podcast and uh, like I mentioned in the top of the episode next week you're going to be hearing more of Steve DeWald you're going to be hearing more of myself breaking down some of the biggest news some of the biggest performances of the G League then also um, Texas Legends guard uh, G League superstar Jamil Warney is going to be interviewing some other big names in the NBA G League. But until next time everybody. I'm Dakota Schmidt. At Dakota. D-A-K-O-T-A. Underscore. S-C-H-M-I-D-T on Twitter. Um, if you haven't followed me on there. Or somehow haven't followed. Ridiculous Upside. At R-I-D-I-C. Upside. On Twitter. Do that. Follow our Facebook page. Uh, And until next time, everybody, I'm Dakota Schmidt here for the Ridiculous Upside podcast, signing out. See y'all next week.